Light, cheerful, sweet and carefree. These are some of the words that can be used to describe the sound of the female trio, the Gaylets. The group of lively young teenage girls comprising Judy Mott, Merle Clemenson and Barry Lawson started in 1967. The Gaylets' sound was minimalist, with light touches of soul and a little doo-wop from time to time. Let's go back a few years before this young trio was formed. The 1940s saw jazz as well as rhythm and blues infiltrating Jamaica's colonial tradition of classical music. Some years after, soul began to make its way across Jamaica's airwaves and after the 1960s, it was here to stay. While male solo singers and groups ruled the new art form of soul across the USA, Girl groups were also becoming the rage, led by the likes of the Chantels, the Shirelles, and the Supremes, and aspiring Jamaican female singers were motivated to make their mark. Three young girls from Merle Grove High School in St. Andrew decided to try their hand at it. Beryl Lawson, Joyce Irvins, and Merle Robinson sang just for the sheer fun of it at their school's end-of-term parties in the early 60s. Sure, they were popular across their school, but never really considered themselves actual pros until their friends realized their potential. With some convincing, the trio started singing professionally, embracing their talents. With that, the sweethearts of soul, the Gaylets, were born. My name is Judy Mowat. Well, I started in the nightclub singing with a group called the Gaylets. In, in those days, we weren't looking for money from it because um, that was where we got our joy. Our joy was to hear the music on the radio and to know that people is appreciative of your work and what you're doing. Money was the last thing for us. By 1964, the Gaylets were already making appearances on stage shows with established entertainers like the Matos, the Bluesbusters, and Jimmy Cliff. Their recorded debut wasn't far behind with the R&B-flavored Don't Believe Her, produced by Sonia Pottinger. Despite the release not being a hit, the recording actually fortified their belief that they could make it in the industry, and they certainly did. We did songs like Son of a Preacher Man, I Like Your World. Our hit song was uh, Son of a Preacher Man, and Silent River Runs Deep. The Gaelics began gaining serious attention, in 1965, they secured a three-month contract with motor hotels in Toronto, operators of a number of nightclubs in that city. In 1967, 16-year-old Judy Mowat replaced Joyce Irvings. She came with new focus and drive after successfully auditioning at Ken Curie's infamous Federal Records. Judy quickly began background vocals for Henry Buckley, who was a talented singer-songwriter. Buckley had a few songs written that he thought were perfect for the Gaylets. Buckley believed the songs would do well, and they definitely did. The first recorded track, Silent River Runs Deep, was a massive hit. reaching number two on the Jamaican hit parade in that same year, 1967. 
Silent River Runs Deep brought the Gaylords vast recognition outside of Jamaica, remaining a solid favorite on the vintage music scene today. The soulful I Love Your World, also penned by Buckley, followed after creating waves in the industry, and it was clear that soul was second nature to the Gaylords. The trio's new lead singer, Judy Mowat, handled up-tempo songs like The Lonely Feeling and Something About My Man, like A Walk in the Park, appeared on Corey's legendary Maritone label. The light and cheerful female trio quickly became a favorite act for show promoters, and they toured extensively, backed by some of Jamaica's best bands. The Boris Gardner Happening, Byron Lee and the Dragoneers, The Diamonds, as well as Tommy McCook and the Supersonics. The Gaelids had carved a sole niche for themselves in the industry, with harmonies reminiscent of American female R&B group, The Sweet Inspirations. 1969 saw reggae becoming the latest evolution in Jamaican music, and the new genre would soon dominate the entertainment landscape. The Gaelids then made their own statements in reggae, the most successful being a rendition of Dusty Springfield's Son of a Preacher Man. The track broke new ground for the trio, and its appeal was far-reaching, hitting the charts in Trinidad and Tobago, Barbados, and the Bahamas. By all accounts, the record outsold Springfield's original on the local market and had steady sales in the USA and England. With the continued success of these records in the islands, a Caribbean tour was certain. Under the management of Tony Lang, one was organized for June 1969 and dubbed Reggae69, going through the islands of Martinique, Guyana, Puerto Rico, Barbados, Curaçao, Guadeloupe, Suriname, as well as Trinidad and Tobago. Over the years, the Gaelics continued living up to their status as Jamaica's number one female singing group on stage shows and nightclubs island-wide. By the mid-1970s, however, the good run had come to an end. In 1970, two of my colleagues left for New York City. As Merle and Beryl migrated, and lead singer Judy Mowat decided to pursue a solo career as well as part of the iconic I-3s who did backing vocals for Bob Marley. True sweethearts of Jamaican music, that's who the Gaylets were from 1969 until the mid-1970s, serving as inspiration for female singers at home and abroad. Sweethearts of soul, the Gaylets. This feature was researched by Roberta Moore, written by Abigail Wilson, and produced by Norman Marsh. I am Narda Manderson.